1: Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson.
2: 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome to the Mug St. Louis Act Your Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. It's our Michelob Ultra Studios, Timothy Michael McKernan, uh, Ken Strode is on my left, he goes by Iggy, Jackson Burkett's on my right, he goes by Action? Sure. It doesn't sound like you want that.
3: I just always been called Jackson for the most part. JB, by some people. I'm going to be called
2: Thanks. JB, I mean, I can do that.
4: Nah,
3: anything, you can call me anything. They right. call
2: you JB on the court, is that what they do? Oh, is that right? is uh, open for the J, eh. Yeah, and then, and then they make that noise, <laughs> they say yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Plowhawk is back. Uh, Plowhawk, what did you do yesterday? I know you were off, but what were you doing? I it maybe little... it's none of my business. I don't... No,
4: you were just fine. Uh, sister came in with the nephew. That's so we did, right. Yeah, we did the zoo Sunday, but went over to my parents' house yesterday morning. And um, they cooked
2: a smorgasbord.
4: They, they cook, they, we grew, but we did an Easter egg hunt. You know, a little late to the game, but he did just arrive. Uh-huh. Uh, so I have a little nephew get some Easter eggs, and ran into the worst traffic in Warrington. I was literally, really? stopped, right. literally stopped for an hour.
1: It's a odd bit over there.
4: I, I don't know what the hell
1: happened. Is that because of the
2: influx of, of people moving there? or is No, it...
4: it looked like they were cleaning up a, an accident or debris right? from whatever it was. But, yeah, it was a fun little day, and I heard about Jackson's Weekend via KGNO Town, and now I need a podcast.
2: Yeah, uh, I didn't Jackson, know about... Yeah. Very I was listen de- to content. Very hey, it sounded detailed. nice. So you have a... Is that a maple long john? Yeah, a and monster you're, long john. You're
4: johnson. talking glazed from wow, crust to crust. Bill, this thing doesn't
2: Bill, miss. Bill. aesthetically pleasing. It, it is aesthetically pleasing. It's symmetrical. Don't say anything. Uh, KG and town is in the Horton Watkins studio after a day in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Do you feel like you you know you were like Juan Pez and you got a chance to get get called up and then get sent right back down? How does it feel, KG and town
0: Yeah, this was a demotion today, but I'm yeah. still I'm still here. I'm still grinding. This a- is
2: is sp- this your last day?
0: Uh you tell me. I,
2: I mean I can I be available, but I think the full round. As soon as I start there. signing paychecks, I'll give you the answer, but I don't. Yeah. Oh,
4: Doug back tomorrow?
2: Doug's back from the Mediterranean tomorrow. Love the pictures and videos. So I can't wait to hear what uh what he has. I'm like I'm like no. legitimately. I'll just sit here and listen to stories. It's part of the world I've ever been to. I'm not a well-traveled man. How many uh, members of the dais have been to Europe? Everybody but me. Plowhawk, you probably haven't because you had not seen Hell the ocean. Hell no, bro. Yeah. I'm, uh, uh, KG wish... and, uh, Jackson is a yes. No? Never been. Then Iggy's our only member, and then I don't know on KG and O-Town. I, I gotta, I'm going to bet no on bet KG yes. and O-Town. I'm going to bet yes. Okay.
1: Never been. Rats. Iggy, you have, right? Yeah. Blessed. Yeah, Back in my traveling days. All right. So it's
2: not a well-traveled dais. <laughs> no, but poorly traveled. Yeah, I mean, I'm really poorly traveled. But i got to be honest with you, I don't really mind it. I like my spots. I don't really need to go exploring. That's fair enough. I'm but Doug is something. exploring, and I can't wait to hear, uh, I guess he's probably in the air right now, I would guess, if he's going to be back in studio tomorrow. So right. uh, Doug will make his glorious return. Tomorrow, uh, You are welcome to text in, EDF group text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. We can take your phone calls today. You get to talk to KGNO, town 636-9004-TMA, and email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. I've been monitoring this forecast because rarely do I have something that I have to do and I have to play in the Michelob Ultra J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship as much as I have to can. And uh, and therefore, the forecast is of the utmost importance to me. And now I'm seeing what I would describe as a relatively favorable shift. It, it went from a high of 52 when I was looking at it on Saturday to now a high of 61 on Sunday. And uh, temperatures are starting to move in a favorable direction. Today looks like a beautiful day. Uh, what do we have going on? Because I want to tell the people about design, air, heating, and cooling and make sure they get their air conditioning checked. They're the sponsor of our email of the day and the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Timber Cardin Show podcast.
1: Well, you don't need to get it done now, but it would be a good time because it's going to be soon, so why wait till the last minute? Amen. But, you know, I don't know. I never saw 50. I always saw 60 to 62 on Sunday, yeah. at least my Doppler. So, yeah, and a hawk is going to be up, I think. I think I saw 15, 16 miles an hour. My word. And yeah. that means no. about 40 at, at Gateway. Yeah, slight chance of rain. I don't know what it's. I don't do Gateway. so... I don't yeah, we tee it off at 53 degrees.
2: That's when we'll be teeing off?
1: I mean, just uh, the
4: hour to hour on Sunday has it about 53, 54. Gets up to 60, but not till 3. So you're talking tail end of the round to wow. kind of when you feel that heat. You know?
2: Wow, 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 wow. wow. Uh, well, uh, Design Air Heating and Cooling is the place to go to get your air conditioning checked up. Design Air Service. Dot com. You know it's going to be hotter than hell soon. Make sure your air conditioning is firing on all cylinders. It's like insurance for your home because you're going to make sure that your air conditioning is firing on all cylinders. It's design air, heating, and cooling. Seth Goldkamp and his staff at designairservice.com. That is where you can go. The people were loaded up with text before we went on the air, uh, as is becoming tradition. Uh, let's see. yesterday in the first act. I like that first act of your show. Iggy said that Cletus mentioned that Iggy should hit from the old man tees as he's over 60. Cletus just had a birthday in which he turned 60. Is Cletus now hitting from the old man tees? Also, meta play by Cletus. I hate golf, but I love to complain about things that do not concern me. Uh, That's from Glumpy Triple X. Uh, Iggy, I guess that's uh, geared toward you. Cletus. I thought Cletus, I thought he was over sixty for.
1: I don't know. Yeah, well, he's been sixty for like five years. Yeah, he
3: always says, yeah, whatever like, benefits him. Like he's like, I just hit that putt. I'm seventy-one
1: years old. Yeah, he's I was like, an old like well, man. You were
3: fifty-eight yesterday.
1: Yeah. Um, no, he did text me when we were making the rules, and he said sixty should hit from the senior tees. I said, oh, I never thought about it, but
2: that's it's the choice of the player.
1: But if you're 59 and under, you have to play from the white tees. Yeah. And I, I don't know what the distance is. I mean, if I'm only getting like 10 yards a hole, I'll just play from the whites and get my couple extra Yeah, you go out there and survey the tee boxes that uh, Sean Barnes sets up? <laughs> I think Cletus did yesterday. He, he did? He said he was going out there to look at it.
2: I don't know. I got to tell you, now, I, I would have made fun of that in the past, but there's $2,500 online. Those are material dollars. Yeah. Posted the rules yesterday on the TMA fan page for the Jay Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club champion. And he's capable of winning, so. He,
1: he's, he's a champion. He's mind. a defending champion. Yeah, I don't care. I, I won't win, so I don't really, I'm not going to drive out to game. What a, what a, a terrible swing thought.
2: Yeah. This is not well, I mean, I mean it, why play if you can't win? To have fun. Yeah, all right, fair enough.
3: You said the same thing about this before we played Chris Nagel. And what happened?
1: Well, nice, Jackson. That was, nice, that was nice, that was nice counselor. Four of the, three other guys helping. Four right. other guys helping.
3: Still, you contributed. Yeah,
1: yeah, a couple of shots,
3: putts. Skip in knows.
1: Yeah, I'm just going out to have fun. Skip. If I win, I win. But
3: <laughs> see, Tim, that's the weird thing about our text inboxes.
2: You, saw I haven't that even text. gone into the – I see something about horse semen. That's you know, that's, that just caught yes. my eye. it's yeah, passed nice.
3: over that, but uh, you said that text was from Glumpy Triple X. I see it from Jimmy Buffett's cute
2: feet. Really? So I have different names than you have?
3: I think if you change it, you have to like refresh it or something. I don't know because sometimes I'll get it where it was. Remember Scott's wrinkled ball sack yeah. and Scott's wrinkled nut right. sack? Right.
2: Well, I got. They j- both want to sleep with me or right. my wife. Probably the latter.
3: It's like Schrodinger's cat. It's like the same thing. But um, but I just want—I just love the name Jimmy Buffett's cute feet, and I hope it <laughs> changes back to that.
2: Think it is Jimmy Buffett of cute feet. I feel like that would
1: have to come yeah, from you, I... as the rest
2: of us really just wouldn't be aware of
1: anything involving him. I don't think I've said that, but I have said he he plays barefoot. He's always on sure. stage with bare feet. Just, uh, I'll take a look, I guess. Wandering soul from Key West. Very nice. Um very nice.
2: And uh, with regards to tea times, which I was asked about, Sean Barnes will have those. How about the fact, I was in the group text with you boys yesterday, that only two people had not paid. Yeah, that's shocking. That is... That's a tip of the cap to the field. I, know, that's, that's I would awesome. have never bet that. So 62 of 64 people have called Sean Barnes. Um, the two people who had not, uh, they're on the TMA fan page. And we're not at a point of, of going on the radio and name them. And if they don't pay, that's fine. We have alternates who want to play. And you might get in the field. Aunt Peg had to withdraw. 2020 yeah. champion. Uh, oh. From my standpoint, Plowhawk, I don't know who hits the ball further in I mean, the, the world, those I'll take six him irons, a long drive over Rory McIlroy. I
4: mean, those uh, that iron game goes a long way, especially on a you know on that course and Gateway, especially with the wind, that power, mm-hmm. that thrust mm-hmm. is needed. So yeah, he's gonna be missed because he's a great guy too. Not
2: only a good player, no yeah. love playing with him. And uh, a 2020 champion. So Ant Peg replaced by uh, a gentleman by the name of I believe it's Andy McCarty, who's a 19.3. So uh, update the bracket. But other than that, I mean, if everybody's paid, then we really can't anticipate too many more uh, WDs unless people just want to you know, lose their 125 or $129, whatever the, the case might be. Um, and I feel like the rules were laid out pretty clearly. No complaints. I told people if they didn't like the winner-take-all thing, they are more than welcome to just withdraw and, uh, and that we'd refund their money because not everybody voted for the winner-take-all. And if that was problematic, then – Totally cool. You can be replaced, but I uh, have not had any requests for that. So it's uh, all systems go for the Michelob Ultra J Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship this Sunday. Sean Barnes will have the tee times, and he will put together the scorecards. And uh, the players will take the golf course on Sunday. It's all presented by Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. And uh, you can enjoy some Michelob Ultra while you are enjoying the festivities at Gateway National this coming Sunday. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, let's see. The horse semen post on the fan page is reason number one why I live in Ladue. If we want horse semen, we will fly private, of course, to Churchill. That's from Mr. Licks. I have no idea what this is about.
0: Mr. And Mrs. Broman, lovely people that they have a lot of horses. That's one of their horses. That horse has been a favorite of mine. And I've been very lucky with that
2: horse through,
1: <laughs> no
2: I, I, There's a horse semen post. I see uh, Larry Nickel because uh, that's the, the the post that I made about the. I still. I'm t- Let me tell you something. Whoever that is, Iggy, right there, that's one of my all-time favorites. I like them both. Well, wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, either way, I don't see a horse semen post. I see the plowhawk and Jackson. That's a wonderful in, picture. In, do you agree with me on the one on the on Larry's right? Larry's right. Yeah, no, uh, not the, over there. I like
1: the other one. Really? Am, am I off on this? Right uh, there. I, yeah,
3: I? yeah, that one. If, in the if it's one versus the other, yeah, no doubt. I have a question. But you, but
2: but you don't necessarily share my enthusiasm.
3: Maybe one not or, as much. Wow,
2: interesting. Maybe I feel like that's much. a no. Maybe I'm missing something. No, I think I she's. Because usually my play is blue eyes. Mm. Uh That's that's usually, but I believe she's. Yeah, she has dark eyes.
3: Yeah. No, she's... I mean, she, don't get me
4: wrong. She's beautiful. But, yeah. Huh? Definitely comparatively. Do so. you see the
2: picture we're talking yeah, about?
4: Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, we've talked about her in the past. Very good looking.
2: Twin She, she flirted with uh, Lisa Ann, and Lisa Ann kind of rejected her. And I believe there's a video of that. Look, Lisa Ann has seen some dime pieces in her day.
4: That's right. I mean, she's probably been hit on a million times, too. Yeah, so probably, I feel like literally. she's... Her instant play is to just... I think the girl I think
2: Larry or the girl brought up like a dildo and Lisa Ann's like you know you're right. come to the table. Right. Yes, you either, you better be really have one or yeah. don't just go walk over to me.
3: Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> if you're going to pitch Larry Dave the curb you know idea don't make it suck. Yeah,
2: so well, then, I, so anyway, I don't know I, I guess if somebody can send a screenshot about horse semen <laughs> I don't see it. Um I don't know. I, I have no idea. So anyway, Mr. Licks, I'm sorry. I don't know why people are posting about horse semen and why you're flying private to uh, to a variety <laughs> of issues. Jackson needs to take that took us to Israel to start banging Jewish broads. That's from Deke Dodum, who is also a, uh, a gentleman of the Jewish faith. He is.
3: Yeah, he's a tribe member. Yeah, I badly need to get – I only think I have one or two years left to go to Israel for free. So oh, I you got, get to go for free? Yeah, it's birthright. That uh, right birth, so you they pay for your you the only thing you pay for is the flights to New York and then they pay for your flight to Israel your is lodging. that right yeah yeah
2: where do you go that Tel Aviv that Jerusalem both West both. Gaza you hang out there for a little while see uh, what's
3: doing right and take a look and then quickly get back in the bus and then um yeah but you go to Tel Aviv and you go for like a week. And, uh, and then you can extend it and go to Europe. So you basically get, like, you pay for all that, but you get a free flight over there, and then you can just make the move over to Europe because flights from Israel to Europe aren't brutal. So that's what I want to do. <laughs> uh, and a, I have to do it before you know, I... fill this back up or something. to make that noise all day. 27? I think I am 27 I can go. Through. Is that right? I didn't yeah. know this stuff. Yeah, so um, I'm trying to get a gr- I should have gone college. Most of my friends went... During like winter break in college, because that's the best time to be in Israel is in the winter. But uh, I gotta make that move. Huh. I have to. I'm sure.
2: I'm sure D has. You has get to done go anywhere that. as a Presbyterian plug? Uh,
4: uh no, Red Lobster. I don't know. That's where. The, <laughs>
2: that's for the Presbyterian. Good biscuits. Nah, Presby's, biscuit. uh,
4: No, we don't travel as much. At least not for free.
2: Guys, this new JB guy sounds hot. That's from the Total Package. What's so. up? Talk to me. JB guy. Uh, Tim, can we go over the entire rule book for the event? That says from Lady Gaga's Meets Up. Well, there's not really a whole lot to it. Play the ball down in the rough. Play the ball up in the fairway. Your fairway. In other words, if you hit it into another (laughs) fairway. I don't know how many holes that's even in play. There are a couple, I feel like. Um, I mean, you really got to. You got to be. Those fairways are so massive there. And uh, you get to rake and place in the bunkers, fairway or greenside. (laughs) Other than that, I mean, it's. You know, if that if that's if that's complicated, uh, let me know. I'll be happy to go over it. Uh, let's see. I'm with Iggy. I'm not going to win. It would be nice to mooch some free golf, though. Thanks. That's from Steve, and he's in Wildwood. Uh, Steve Wildwood says <coughs> someone near Biggies had someone knock on their door and sell <laughs> horse semen. I only know because someone tagged me in the comments. That's from Chairman Steve, and he's in Wildwood. <laughs> that's well, biggies. has got l- lopped into I, this. L- I live close. Oh, to I like that Biggies. I do too. Oh. Steak sandwich. Steak sandwich. How do you do? with The pizza. David Price. How do you do? Waffle fries too. Oh, Bill. 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 Big fan of
3: biggies.
2: Uh, no doubt, I would drink her bathwater. That's from caller Buzzes. I guess that's talking about the uh, the fan page uh, post girl. Yeah. Well, yeah, you put it out to the texters. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, they, would, Chum have, to water, they would have. They would have some sort of issue
4: with them with the with the. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she's do. just not pretty enough. <laughs>
2: uh let's see congratulations on being jewish jackson what does that mean that's from lady gaga's meat suit i don't know i don't know what that means but like i said i'm just going through i'm just going through uh tim the presby's go to sparta tennessee thanks that's on the birthday hawk
3: no they uh well yeah actually they probably uh, probably group of like nine at least jewish gentlemen out there (laughs)
2: Uh, but, by the way, coming up on the program, his first appearance, John Denton, who has kind of become a friend of the show on Balloon Party. I like this guy. You That's can tell when he asks a question in the post-game press conference. And uh, and he kind of shoots straight. I'm not saying he's Straussian. Straussian is the standard to which I personally prefer. Uh, and it's, you know, once-in-a-generation uh, in in particular in St. Louis, where I guess people prefer their, you know, good news over reality. Um, but, yeah, I asked him, I'm going, hey, what's the deal with this Burleson? I don't understand. And I'm not I'm not anti-Alec Burleson. He goes, yeah, I don't know why Dylan Carlson doesn't play more either. Burleson last night, the, I don't know how many people on the dais watched the game. We'll get that out of the way. Jackson, you did.
3: Yeah, I had both the uh – Cardinal game on. And the and Lake then, Show? And, well, yeah, Heat and Bucks, and then Lake oh, Show. Oh, Jimmy I, Butler, 56. 56 how 56? do you do? Which Jimmy
2: game was more game? exciting?
3: Heat, Bucks. Uh, oh, boy, Grizzlies, Lakers. Oh, I thought you were
2: about to say Cardinals. Oh, oh, no, no. That was Cardinals and Giants.
3: Watching, like, marmalade fall out of a jar. <laughs> At
2: it's least brutal. it moves fast, though, now. Right. I mean, it really does. Yeah. It is amazing how quickly the games move. Holy crap.
4: I'll tell you, uh, we got there to the game the other night, like a half hour late, 40 minutes late. And so typically, yeah, it was the fourth inning. And really? typically, it's like the bottom of the first. You yeah, know, we yeah, this, and like,
2: this is insane. It is unbelievable. I really thought that that was just like a Band-Aid on a, on a terminal illness. And wow, it, is, it has been amazing. So couldn't be more happy to be wrong about that. Iggy, did you watch the game? I assume no. Yeah, I saw the highlights this morning. Uh, KG and Oten, did you watch the game? I did not. All right, fair enough. So the Cardinals were very fortunate they weren't down by, like, five early on, just like the Mariners were fortunate on Sunday that they weren't down five early on to the Cardinals. Um, Meanwhile, the Cardinals just had nothing going on offensively. And so reading Katie Wu's column on The Athletic uh, this morning, she talks about statistically how the Cardinals are in the top five in baseball in a wide variety of of offensive statistics. They rank in the top five of the league in several offensive categories, including batting average, BABIP, uh, OPS, uh, yet they have just nine wins in their first 23 games to show for it. So I would say two things to that. Uh, they now have four quality starts in 23 games. Jordan Montgomery wound up be- being able to give him a quality start last night. He's got three of them, I think. He does. He has three of them. You're correct, Iggy. And uh, so that's, you know, four out of 23. And for certain, the most recent one, they didn't win that game. And then secondarily, I would I would present that in these games in which they, you may have seen them fatten up some of these offensive numbers Chris Flexen is not a great major league pitcher. Now, he's not going to be DFA'd like Madison Bumgarner, but the reason I bring those two names up is Flexen is the one they raked on and really could have scored more runs against on Sunday in Seattle, and then Bumgarner is the one they raked on, and he was DFA'd after that start. My point being, some of these numbers may be, relatively speaking, deceptive because they have been the Python offense that, that has been talked about in the past with the Cardinals. In other words, it hasn't really been spread out. And so the reason why the Cardinals are in the spot that they're in, and they're they are they're seven games back. I mean, again, it's seven games, and it's April 25th, and I want to continue to say, as I said on 101 yesterday, if I had to buy stock, I would buy stock in the Cardinals. I'd buy stock in the Padres, too. But just because I believe that they are better than the way they are playing, it doesn't mean that we can't call attention to the fact that they have issues all over the place um, and nine and fourteen is is really surprising. <laughs> I mean, that is a, and they've they've played some teams that aren't necessarily, at least you wouldn't think, teams that are going to be in the mix when it's all said and done. You know, I mean, the Giants are nine and thirteen themselves. The Rockies, where they last won the series, is the you know the seven and seventeen team. Um, so this is this is an odd spot. Because as I sit here and I host the show, I think they're going to be better. But, you know, they continue to lose series and lose games. And more often than not, I feel like we're talking about the offense, even though we're sitting here saying the starting rotation only has four quality starts in 23 games. Uh, last night, you know, it was a complete game shutout. And it wasn't like they were going up against Madison Bumgarner from 2014. This this is Alex Cobb. <laughs> and, you know, I mean Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb is is not you know is not a guy who's known for going out there and and dealing. Nothing against Alex Cobb. It's not like he's horrible, but he's not a guy you would go. I mean, what kind of odds could you have gotten on a complete game shutout in general in Major League Baseball? Right. It could be take your pick, whoever you think the best pitcher in the game is. But Alex Cobb doing it to you. And they were just lifeless hits. Now you got to credit the opposition; he kept the ball low in the zone, and the Cardinals weren't able to do anything with it. Um, so sometimes you tip in your cap. But either way, there's a there's a track record here that's starting to form, and that is once again the Cardinals are having offensive issues, despite the fact that they have a lineup that you wouldn't necessarily think would have offensive issues. So after the game. I don't know if you watch this stuff on Bailey's. Uh, I realize uh, that that's an issue in and of itself, but if you do get a chance to watch it, you know, it's it's boy, Jordan Montgomery really battled and boy, just bad luck and I'm, you know, whatever. I don't know. Uh, but what do we have here? Uh, uh, we we got have Ali Mar-Mol. Marmol. Okay, yeah. let's take a listen. It seems like in many of your losses, you
4: guys played really well for eight innings and it's one inning where things kind of go sideways. In this case, it was a very rare error by Tommy Edman. How do you kind of manage the
0: tone of the team when it just seems to you guys like can't catch a break? Uh, we can't, and uh, that's just the reality of where we are. Uh, you got a pretty uh, mentally tough team, I'll tell you that. They're not going to give in. Um, other people would. I'm telling you that there's there's no way anybody in that clubhouse, staff, player included, is going to give in to what's going on right now. So we'll embrace it. We'll wake up tomorrow morning and get after it again. Was that? Cutter
1: from Drew and just stayed up,
0: stayed up yeah. on the plate? Yeah, didn't do what he intended it to do. Stayed up with the plate. Got hit.
1: What was that?
3: It's just the end of the clip. It was, I don't, it was the end of the clip. Something about a
2: cutter, stayed up. Is that you? No. I oh, okay. Was... Is that you, Plowog? Yeah. KG and O-Town. What did I do? <laughs> well, I, I know Iggy didn't edit it, and I know I didn't edit it, so... What a, did, I downloaded. Did Sea Monster come in? <laughs> I downloaded
3: it from the system. Gave her a once over. I didn't. I, I honestly didn't think anything of that final question. Okay. And I just kind of included. That.
2: That's our friend John Denton, who will be with us every yeah. Tuesday, oh, at nine nice. o'clock, asking about what I believe was the three-run home run and what the pitch was. And I, I tell you, I mean, it, it's it's the cat in there. It's I believe Katie Wu, and it's John Denton. And I don't know if, I assume Derek Gould's in there, but maybe not. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's not on there. He doesn't travel on every road trip. Right. And then Lynn Worthy, who is now working at the Post-Dispatch, he might have been there. Listen, if I, I've been in these things, I know what it's like. I, this is not anything against the reporters. You're sitting there. And, and Ali Marmol, I think if you have, is anybody, Iggy, I'm going to use your uh, calmest manager that you can think of. It can be Cardinals or otherwise. Try not to be too obscure, though. Following a loss.
1: Uh, I think Matheny, wa- actually, cutter, would probably be... Yeah, I was to I covered, uh, covered Whitey. Uh, Matheny. Matheny was just like that. He was just kind of, you know, no emotion whatsoever. Yeah, he wouldn't get too high after wins either. So, uh, on the scale of being Matheny
2: to La Russa, um Ali Marmol is closer to La Russa, just doesn't have the pedigree, and also, from my standpoint, has had a couple of missteps in his postgame comments that I don't think La Russa would have made. So you're tap dancing when you're in that spot, and you're just asking anything just to get anything um, from the manager. So this is not – I've been there. And if I were sitting there, I would be doing the exact same thing because you don't go in there and start screaming at them and hold them accountable like, you know, on Twitter. But after 22, 23 games, you know, you start to see a pattern. And uh, Plowhawk, you you kept using uh, the word hope. Uh, As far as the roster construction, I used the word confusion Uh, as far as the offseason goes. I really don't know what to say about this. And again, I keep talking about Alec Burleson, which I shouldn't do because it's not like Alec Burleson's the problem. I'm just surprised if you would have told me a month into the season that he would be, you know, the regular or one of the regulars in the outfield. And then I go, well, I guess he must be having like a Nolan Gorman caliber start to the season, and he's not. Plus, he fell around on a ball, batted out to him in right field yesterday. I just don't understand it. Burleson's not the problem. Let I me mean, be clear. I'm just kind of confused. I can My offseason confusion continues into the regular season. There I am.
3: Yeah. I feel like yesterday was like a microcosm. Like, there was nothing, nothing to the seventh, but it felt like the Cardinals were fighting for their lives. Like, they weren't hitting balls hard. Every time the Giants went up, it felt like they had runners in scoring position, and you just had to... Yeah. Avoid it, and then Ed Brennan Donovan
2: kept that thing from breaking big open big time.
3: Yeah, he's a ball player, but you know Tommy Edmund like it was a rare error, but he booted the ball, and then they score, and then hit the home run. It's like yeah, this was coming. Like it could have been eight nothing at this point. So it's and I just feel like that's been the case at least a half a dozen times this season.
2: Uh, Tim's stock picks also include the city of St. Louis, so maybe take that recommendation with a grain of salt and skepticism. As covering the brother Jack Demoff, it's a very fair observation. Um, I, would, I would never say city of St. Louis. I consider St. Louis a region. I don't go by municipalities. I include Illinois. I include St. Charles County. I include Jefferson County. And also, as I say, anytime this is brought up, uh, the way to, in my opinion anyway, is uh, buy a stock when it's low. And uh, St. Louis certainly would be in that category. Now, with the Cardinals, their stock would be low, but I also think the Cardinals, if we're comparing St. Louis' region versus the Cardinals' 2023 season, has a higher ceiling uh, as far as what they can accomplish. But still, the offense has nights like this, this being probably one of the most extreme that you're shut out by Alex Cobb, uh, and it's not like the wind was blowing in in San Francisco last night, so you weren't dealing with one of those old candlestick kind of games Uh, and the wind should be blowing out again tonight. But uh, you have nights where the offense has problems. You have some guys on the offense who certainly are not performing to their level. My God, where would the team be without Nolan Gorman? Um, And then, of course, you have a rotation that clearly has some real question marks in it, but you knew that going into the season. So you have two things where they both have to fall into place, and that's why I have a tough time with this being a case of bad luck. So I reject that notion, and I feel like and when I watch these postgame press conferences, that's oftentimes what Ali Marmol is, is talking about. And even if internally you do feel that way, mm-hmm. from my standpoint, whether it be baseball, though I can only speak to a cup of coffee with the St. Louis U-High B team in 1992 before Steve Sachs' Cucknobloch uh, uh, disease ended my career, um, business, golf, if you go into something with a negative attitude, it truly, is. it's amazing how it will play out. Yeah. And then if you sit there and you bitch about a bad break, then you wind up focusing on that. So to externalize that in your post-game comments, it, I don't think it necessarily endears yourself. Now, if you always talk about accountability, accountability, that's fine. Those things are going to happen. They're going to happen to the Giants, too. we got to be better. You know, us Cobb had a great game, we still got to find a way to win that game because we got a great start from our starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. That to me is is more of the message that I would send. I also wouldn't call out a player's individual effort in Game Five after you named him the starting center fielder. But maybe he, you know, he's a major league manager, and I'm sitting in a closet on HD2, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But uh, I'm a little uh, I'm a little surprised, and I'm usually not manager critic guy just to default to it, even though I know it will play well. Not necessarily on this show per se, but it certainly would play well on 101. Right just because that's that's red meat on Sports Talk Radio
1: is to rip the manager when a team's losing, especially you, in the players. How would you take this comment? I saw John Denton tweet it out. Uh, Marmol was talking about uh, Gorman, and he said, you know, I don't think enough people are talking about Gorman. I mean, everybody talked about Jordan Walker at spring, but you forget about Gorman. Why would you bring Walker into that?
2: I don't, I don't know the context of it.
1: I can't imagine it was a shot at Jordan Walker, who I think no, not a the shot, world but...
2: of... Well, John, I mean, John specifically said in his right. final interview, and when, when I was down in Jupiter, I guess when he was about to head to, uh, I guess he was heading on the Gulf side of the state where the Cardinals were playing the Orioles. He specifically said, and he's said it a few times, and I've said it a few times. He goes, "If it wasn't for Jordan Walker and Mason Wind, to an extent, the story of spring would have been Nolan Gorman, and in part because Gorman had worked so hard in the off season to repair, fix, change, whatever word you want to use." His swing, and then you saw positive effects on it. Um, that's exciting. You know, it's one thing if a guy gets hot and you go, Well, he's got the same thing, and you've seen it, that have holes in it before, and the pitching's going to figure it out. This is something that he had done in the off season. He implemented it in spring and had positive results, and now he's got six home runs and has been, you know, like I said, if there was a, an M- MVP candidate for the first month of the season, he'd be live for it. 100%. So you're getting so much more than you would expect from Nolan Gorman, but other than that, who would be second offensively as far as superseding expectation?
3: Yeah, I don't don't, But then if
2: you go who's below expectations and who's been the biggest disappointment, you'd have a variety of candidates. Right. And that all runs parallel to a rotation going into the season that you knew had a low ceiling. So when those two things combined happen, you have a team that is, you know near last place in a division that they were expected to win, not necessarily because they were great, but because the rest of the division uh, wasn't expected to really be competitive this year, and the one team that might be competitive was expected to probably go through a selling pattern like they did last year with Hayter, and that being the Brewers. So if anything, I would say the thing that surprises me, but I also would say this, it's not like I'm, you know, locked in on on sports talk radio in St. Louis or anything like that. Um, I just don't feel like there is as much consternation regarding the Cardinals. And maybe it's because people look at it and they just think it's going to get right. But I look at it. And the one reason why I would counter my belief that it has to get right is they have two areas, both pitching and offense that have real question marks. The offense on paper should be good. And you'd have to think that Paul Goldschmidt's going to get right. In assuming Nolan Arenado's healthy, and maybe there's an issue there. Assuming Nolan Arenado didn't start last night. Assuming Nolan Arenado is healthy, that's got to get better. Uh, but hey, at this point. You start going, okay, you can't just say it's super early in the season. Can it turn around? Absolutely. And we'll always 2006 and 2011 to point to. But even if the offense turns around, you don't go, well, Steven Matz could get in the mix for the Cy Young. That's not realistic for Steven Matz. It's not a shot at Steven Matz. It's just not who he is, nor was it who he was signed to be. And Adam Wainwright's not going to be a Cy Young guy. And Jack Flaherty's probably not going to be a Cy Young guy. And Miles Michaelis is a very good pitcher. But if you put him on one of the best teams in the game, and that can be National League or American League, he's probably a third starter for most of those teams. It's not a shot at Michaelis. It's just kind of assessing who he is. And Jordan Montgomery has been their best pitcher. He had one really bad start. Otherwise, he's been rock solid. So that's kind of what you got. And I don't think Jordan Montgomery is necessarily an ace guy. So you look at what it is, and you go, okay, maybe this is a problem. And for the first time... The whether it be hope model or the confusing off season that I have cited, it might not necessarily work out, and that's what I'm paying attention to. I still would bet that it is, Mm -hmm. but I this has been eye opening and getting shut out in a complete game, shut up by Alex Cobb, on a night where it's you know good hitting conditions in San Francisco, not great because it's not going to be like that at this time of year, but still, that was a little uh, that was a little alarming,
3: absolutely. Yeah,
2: it's just. This is
3: it's frustrating, and like you said, like even if the offense improves, pitching might not be – it's just the little things compound, and Arenado and Goldschmidt have two home runs apiece. Edmund has more home runs than both of them. I uh, hope that their bats warm up, but even so, still plenty of issues past that.
2: Ali uh, is in over his head. The Cardinals should hire outside of the club and see how that yep. goes. They're 0-3 since Larusa. Russa. Schilt could have been good. That's from – Mr. Fong, owner of the dildo shop. And that may be the case. It may not be the case. I don't really know. Um, like I said, I'm not necessarily like, oh, if they had a different manager, this would be different. But who knows? But I would say that the Cardinals' problems at this point are, are more on roster construction. And that's not Ali Mall. So because I would point to the starting rotation and also i'm not necessarily sure what's going on with the outfield and i know Olimar Mall doesn't just have unilateral power at this point in his career to be putting in who he's putting in there so with that said uh, i wouldn't mind seeing a relatively consistent outfield i you know there's a rotation the one guy who you feel i can count on is going to be burleson he's going to be in there and i just i don't i don't get what he has done to to earn that. Uh, so with that said, you're welcome to give your thoughts. 314-881-TMA5. 314-881-TMA5. Get involved in the program. Manganese, St. Louis Hacker, and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour, 314-252-0029. That's the secret phone number to contact <laughs> Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast, at Manganese. They have an incredible used car selection at Manganast. Check that out. If you are looking for a pre-owned vehicle, my goodness, uh, they can take great care of you. And the thing is, is if you text that number, uh, they're going to get back to you right away. You don't have to get on the phone if you're not a phone call person. I'm not a phone call person, preferably. And uh, and you can do all your business that, that way. Uh, Clayton gets back to you quick, fast, and in a hurry on that number that is right there for our listeners. It's Monganast It's St. Louis Accurate, and Toyota. And even if you didn't get your car from Monganast, get your car serviced. At Monganass at St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, the official automotive provider of the Tim McKernan show and TMA. And by the way, Jackson, that reminds me. Um, we've we've been getting an influx of erotic stories. Uh, wow. Yeah, I don't know what to I don't know what to make of it. And one of them is from one of your peers. I will not name the name. Wow and it was so intense that I said, Are you just making crap up? Are you like gangster Pete and Deebs? Are you now like Jackson's deep <laughs> and your uh, compadre So 100% true. I uh, just changed the names to protect the... Uh, wow. Yeah. I have a feeling I know who it is. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. But, All, uh, that, that's uh, coming up. You can send yours in, TMcCurney at InsideSTL.com for QFTA. Anything is welcome. I want, I want TMA conspiracy theories. I want the conspiracy theories. Yeah. I'll address them. Absolutely. Anything. Anything and everything. Challenge me. TMCKERNAN at InsideSTL.com. I'm going to ask, official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. It can you tell the people about Brush Creek Valley Farms because it's now become
1: hashtag cookout season. Uh, it's getting there. I mean, we, we can grow when it's 40. It doesn't matter. I mean, you just open it up and you got that heat coming off. You're not freezing. Uh, but, you know, we had the TMA pack. We started with all the mm-hmm. steaks. Okay. Um, but grilling season, you like burgers and brats, and so they changed the TMA box. Uh, it is now five pounds of ground beef, two ham steaks, two sirloins, eight bratwurst, and two pork chops. And, of course, each piece of meat each piece of meat, doesn't contain any added hormones or antibiotics to ensure our listeners receive the highest quality cuts of meat straight to their door. Uh, and don't worry if you're not going to be home for four or five hours. These boxes with the insulation, uh, they're good for 11 hours, so you're good. Uh, so go to brushcreekvalley.com and search TMA at the top of the homepage. You'll be directed straight to the TMA meat box and apply the code TMA10 when you check out to get 10% off. And some people just like to put their own boxes together. Uh, <clears throat> they offer a subscription option, so those uh, great tasting meats delivered every month. And yes, the TMA code is applied to subscriptions as well. Just type TMA code uh, TMA10 to the code when you check out. It's brushcreekvalley.com and use the code TMA10 at checkout. Fresh Creek Valley Farms, high quality meats for a lowbrow audience. And there a great, great, great is,
2: meat. And there it is. And Ryan Kelly is our title sponsor. Credit card rates are higher than they have been in 30 years. Well, that is where Ryan Kelly can help your cause and take great care of you because equity in homes is still super high because prices are still holding their value for homeowners. So use that equity and capitalize on it. If you've got credit card debt, get it taken care of by getting a cash-out refi with The Home Loan Expert online at thehomeloanexpert.com. I have personally refinanced with Ryan Kelly. I have personally gotten pre-approved with Ryan Kelly, and I have sent my family to work with The Home Loan Expert as well. Now a decade-long title sponsor of this show, it's thehomeloanexpert.com. His name is Ryan Kelly. And I'm telling you, if you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt, but you have equity in your home, you can take care of that because that interest rate, credit card interest rate's over 24%. It's the highest it's been over 30 years. The average home loan expert client receives over $54,000 cash out on their refi. So you can work with Ryan at thehomeloanexpert.com and think about it. I just got another erotic story. Here it is. I mean, there's going on. This is great, though. They're we wanted it. In. They're just they're, they're coming in. They're coming in left and right. Is what they're is what they're doing. A uh, breaking news here, and this could impact me. Uh, leg lengthening surgery is gaining popularity among men seeking to be taller. Doctors say, a 26-year-old man who had the procedure to increase his height from 5'7" to 5'10" explains what it was like. Uh, this is Alex, and he is uh, <laughs> he's only going by one name, which of course makes me skeptical. I
1: saw, I, no, that's true though. I saw the I saw the story. Um, so you know
2: Alex?
1: <clears throat> no, What's I know the, the story of the guy who got three extra inches. <laughs> I think you're interested in joining. You, you break uh, some kind of bone, um, and it can go up to three. I think it go up to five inches. You can that get. right? Yeah. Um, but it's like a six month to a year uh, rehab. Let's see what they say you're here. You're on crutches. You're on all kinds of stuff. At five seven, Alex considered himself short. I would agree with Alex.
2: The 26-year-old who asked that his real name not be used to maintain his privacy said he was sick of insults and jeering comments about his height. Shorter men, quote, routinely get spoken down to just because of this trait that they not, can, cannot control. That's uh, what Alex said. I got to tell you something. It is, it is true. I don't really care because you can't do anything about it. Like if I were like morbidly obese and I had no self-control, I'd be like, nah. Eh. But yeah, you can't make fun of the fats. Right. But you can make fun of the shorts. It's an interesting right. thing because the shorts can't do anything about being the shorts. And I know some of the fats can't do anything about it. Right. But a lot of the fats can.
3: Certainly. Yeah, you can. There's the, the, outside of this leg lengthening surgery, <laughs> yeah. you kind of dealt the cards you dealt in the uh, height department.
2: So last January, he got a leg lengthening operation to increase his height to 510. I'm anxious to see what the price is. Uh, and then I'll talk with Mark Hanna to see if we should do it. My goal was never to be tall. It has to be in a place where no one comments on my height. Oh, 5'10. So 5'10. You think 5'10 is the sweet spot?
3: Yeah, you'd be fine. Yeah. I, I think 5'7 even. But, and I'll like, there's probably more to this, but, like, gaining three inches, and I don't know about the recovery and all everything and the cost. I can kind of see. Uh, doesn't seem worth it to me for three inches. Like, if you're going to do it, be 6'4.
2: Right? Six four, you're banging them two at a time.
3: Like if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, do three inches. Like
4: yeah, just add three inches to your hog, bro. Some, and, I, and that saves everything. Height. Well,
3: some people might not even know this. Like what? I I don't I don't know. Oh, they'll know that that hog. Well, that <laughs> that, that certainly does. Leg
2: lengthening leg lengthening nurse is an intense and expensive process, but one that has become more popular and accepted in the last five years, according to Dr. Shahab Maboyan? a surgeon at the height lengthening institute God. the hey, old man. hli <laughs> and that's in burbank california where else would it be yeah I say. yeah uh and he performed alex's operations quote I even have 60, 65-year-old guys who have come to me to undergo the procedure because it just doesn't stop. The no short jokes way. keep going on, and they feel in fear. God, I I feel terribly for these people.
3: 65 years old? You're, like, you're
2: already shrinking, bro. <laughs> right.
3: You've lived 65 years at this height. Can you not make it a,
2: you know, a couple, 20 more? The $75,000. $75, oh. yeah, Boy, think... Alex must be at the mall with this ball. <laughs> you don't think what insurance that? covers that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check with my insurance pay. What hey. can looking to get this yeah. I'm trying to gain two more
3: inches. You think you can cover 75 grand?
2: The $75,000 four-hour operation, I'm surprised by that, uh, which is not generally covered by insurance, involves cutting the thigh bones in each leg Ugh. and inserting rods into them. Uh, then, over the next three to four months, the rods are lengthened by up to one millimeter per day, Via an external remote control, it's kind of like one of those Sibians. Yeah,
3: I was about to say, remote control. Sibians. The
2: new bone grows over the rods. Physical therapy is required. For four months following his surgery, Alex went four to five times per week and used a walker. As he regained his mobility, he switched to using a cane. The final step of the process is removing the rods. Alex returned for that hour-long procedure a year after the first operation, and his insurance footed the ten thousand-dollar bill.
3: Holy macro!
2: In total, Alex estimated the whole process cost him a hundred grand. What am I missing here?
4: Ten thousand. I thought it was seventy-five. 000. Right. So oh, they, they got physical. I read, oh, physical oh, therapy. Physical yeah. therapy. You, two, two days in the hospital and yeah. two separate surgeries. But you're, still,
3: you're still stuck with the seventy-five grand.
2: Yeah. He said he initially dismissed the idea of leg lengthening as insane, but later decided it would make him happier in his body. If all it is is pain and money, all right, he said. His doctor said he expects to perform 50 stature lengthening operations this year, more than double the 20 he did three years ago. Traditionally, leg extension operations are reconstructive procedures to correct discrepancies in the length of legs. Um, But now it has changed. He said that only a small share of the operations he performs are aimed at increasing a patient's height, and those cases usually involve short stature, dysphoria, a deep dissatisfaction with one's height. Uh, He said he would not want leg lengthening to be thought of as a quick operation done for cosmetic reasons, but apparently that is what's going on. Alex said he felt so distressed by his height before his surgery that at times he would walk around his neighborhood and cry. Alright, I... I, I Alright, I'm out. I sold my Alex stock. I thought Alex, you know, trust fund guy or maybe, you know, tech guy who just fell into a bunch of money, but he's walking around the neighborhood crying.
3: <laughs> About his height. I, I just, I don't, it just
2: doesn't... And 5'7", listen, I'm not i am not trying to, you know, change the... narrative. 5'7", you know, that's a... That's not tall. That's a, that's a 25 foot putt. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's not, it's not terrible.
3: Right, right.
2: But it's not great. No. But it's not terrible that I'd be walking around the neighborhood weeping.
3: And needing 75 grand. To me, that speaks to surgery.
2: some other issues besides the height.
3: Yeah. It's, for 75 grand and all this physical therapy, four or five times a week, you have to use a walker and a cane, $100,000, $100,000 total. For three inches,
2: that just, to me, does not seem... I know we all. have a lot of females in the audience. Uh, and would you say that was, it's 0.02% now, right. according to YouTube.
3: But that's a rounding error.
2: Right. Uh, so, uh, females, and also uh, bi or gay gentlemen, and I think we have a couple of those in the audience. Um, what is the ideal height for your gentleman lover? Huh. Now, I think we've talked about this with the dating apps. I don't think I asked Liv about this when she was in. But uh, it, there is a – you can put in a preference on the height, correct?
3: I don't know if you can put a – you can put – the, the male can put their
2: height on Ah, It's I see. an option. You don't have to. God. But if they
3: don't, you have to think that.
2: And I would think, like, the magic number, I could be off the mark. I guess it depends now if you have a smaller female. She may not care. But it's probably if you're a lass who can kinda of call her shots, so to speak, then you want six feet or taller. Yeah. That I think is kind of where it is.
3: Yeah. As long as it says six in front of it, you're pro you're fine. Yeah. You're fine.
2: And so the five ten guy tends to round up to six.
3: Yeah, and then the well five yeah five ten five eleven and then the five nine five eight
2: they round up to five and, ten. Yeah, That's double digits the after
3: the five is necessary. Otherwise, I
2: put in my sure. profile, uh, which is odd as a guy who's married with with two children, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm taking my shots out there right? Uh, and just hoping nobody recognizes me from HD two and that I don't get caught and maybe talking about it in the air is a bad idea. I right. don't know. No, I'll, I I'll talk fine. to my uh, divorce attorney, but I know he's got a lot of stuff uh, going on in the Frontenac gym situation, but nice. counting cash. but this yeah. <laughs> but this, uh, but. Uh, I, I I have uh, five eleven on mine. I have five eleven on my right. profile. and I think that's, and I don't think that's disingenuous. But I but, I but I but I note in parentheses, it's <clears throat> with my lifts. And I don't know if that's an aphrodisiac or is not. Is that your
4: no. first date going like roller skating, no, and you're already there? <laughs> it's with hot. your
3: roller skates on. You, you want to ice skate? It's hot when a guy wears <laughs> like lifts. three inch heels on a first date. No, it's really. My thing cute. is, I just
4: looked it up. Penis lengthening.
2: Is that out there.
4: It's around eight. Did to Alex
2: get that done as well around, while he was under? It's Might around
4: well. eight to fifteen grand. So you're talking buy that, I then lease a would... Maserati, and then you know that alone.
3: Eight to fifteen. I would want to pay more, to be honest with you. I, I feel like oh. eight grand, and you're going to go work down there. I'd like a, if it's seventy-five grand for your legs, it should be at least fifty for your for your. Yeah, life.
4: go on these porn sites.
2: There's always ads for. <laughs> Big I
4: boys. just want to see if they can see like the skin go- I, can- <laughs> I
2: don't want any part of that. Uh, K.G. and O-town texted me to say, a five foot seven inch guy is on the line. He sounds cute though. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> sounds like we got to go to plow. What line? Is this is a line, you might. Line one's this, the cute Jackson, guy. Jackson told me that there are numbers that he recognizes that he knows are hashtag problematic. Yeah. So right. I don't know if you recognize. No, them you're good. Now. You're okay. good. All right. Baptism by fire we don't know what the dump button here in our class. No, we do have it. So okay. I know. Uh, uh, yes, cute uh, five foot seven inch guy.
0: I'm actually a mom. I'm Viani's hottest mom, and oh. also cute and five seven. Uh, just after actually live in Chicago, I take the kids down to Viani, uh, as I've talked about every day. And we got yeah, 1 it's a five seven. Well, Yeah, I do. It's well, we take Amtrak, so. That's a do <laughs> <Well,
2: fight. laughs>
0: Iggy, I'm the guy who messaged you. I'd be happy to go to cure with you if you got an extra ticket. There we go. I'll
1: let you know.
2: That's a no. That's a, no.
3: That's a
0: big old no. I'll, uh, yeah, up until June 10th, I'll keep my schedule open. Just let me know.
1: Are you the guy that gave me the two rooms?
0: No, unfortunately. No, that's I'm also, note, in addition man. to being 5'7", I'm also not rich. So.
2: Okay. Uh, Dan, do you have a live body on that 5'7 frame, or are you packing on some extra pounds, Viondi's Hottest mountain?
0: I could lose... Uh, I, could, I could drop 10 pounds. I would say I am... What do you weigh? Seven. What do you weigh?
2: I'll, be, I'll, I'll I'll. try to figure this out.
0: I, I weigh 175.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're 5'7", 175, that's not... That's not great. Kind of. And, and, unless, unless we're talking a lot of muscle. But I can't imagine you have much time to work out with this this commute.
0: Just doing dips. I don't. I don't. <laughs> right. What I was going to say, I mean, I. Uh, I've done the online dating thing up here. He's I now. mean, I would... I would kill for three extra inches, but I would never, ever do that surgery. I so mean, do, my,
2: you, yeah. do you? Do you? Do you list that you're five seven? How does this work with the height thing? Because because that is probably something that some women just uh, probably most honestly, if if they can call their shots, they're probably going to pass on somebody who's five seven. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, what am I going to do? List six foot and then show up and you know, in a monkey Bugs jersey? I don't think so. I
2: think he and had I that just... happen the other way around with a weight situation at Culpepper's in the Central West. Yeah. a lot of them lied. Are... Oh, is that right? A lot of them?
0: Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah I've been on high and dry. And dry. They're,
0: They're just... on their last
4: resort. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, I can't. I mean, just I, who knows what, like, the long-term effects of that surgery would be. I just, and the physical therapy, I just can't. It seems really bizarre to... But, I, you know, I've kind of noticed, and maybe I'm just getting older, uh, I'm 35. In the past couple of years, it seems like there's um, women are more open to, to going shorter, maybe, than they would have in years past. Short,
2: King, right? Short, Short, King, Short King Spring. Short King Spring. Short King Spring. Yeah. And who created that for us? There was some actor, right, who's uh, like Tom. Hardy? Um,
3: is that oh, Tom? I can't imagine
2: Tom. Yeah, but the shorter you, you are, the more that. submissive you are, right? Is that right? Really? So, I mean, maybe. So, like, I'm apt to be pegged? <laughs>
4: I guess it doesn't work in every scenario. Rocky was a
2: bigger guy, and he's taking the strap. Yeah. Again,
4: there are certain anomalies. Explain that
2: plowhawk. <laughs> trying to figure out who started Short Kings. Was it Miles? Tuck? It was that guy that was dating uh, Zendaya.
3: Tom Holland.
4: Oh yeah,
0: Zendaya.
2: Holland, not Tom Hardy. Easily confused. Tom Holland. Uh, anything else? Vianney's hottest mom. No, I
0: don't even know why I called. I didn't have much of a point, as I realized when I called. Yeah, him, but but yeah, you I, are so. So understand. how does
2: how does it work though? So you're, you're so you're in Chicago. I am. Yeah. Okay. All right. And 35 in Chicago. Are you doing okay financially? And I'm not. The, the, you can. Yeah, you can. You can brag if you'd like. I asked the question. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm doing fine. Okay. So then that helps balance out the height problem, especially in Chicago, where oftentimes you're going to have ladies who are uh, uh, making some money, more independent, not necessarily looking to settle down in that city versus, you know, comparatively speaking to to St. Louis. So is your height listed or do they ask or, or do they just have a filter themselves that if you're under a certain height how does the how do, how do, you, how do you know that it's a, been a problem for you
0: oh I know I don't think there's a way for them to say I don't want to see guys under six foot but I just you know no I mean it's just kind of like you've talked about on the show before pretty common knowledge that 57 is probably not ideal but you just gotta roll with uh, what your adult it's maybe the funny one of the funnier things you see on the app is lots of women will post, uh, Let's meet up so we can actually see how tall you are. I think there is a whole lot of lying on there. Got it.
3: See, I've been with a girl who's really, really short, like really
2: short. What is really short, Jackson? Like under five feet?
3: Like five foot one. All right. And she said she wouldn't ever go out with someone
2: over six one, That's six, what I'm two. saying. That's where it can kind of right. work out.
3: Right, because uh, she's like, I can't be with someone who's literally like Two whole heads taller than me, like that won't work out. So, in some cases, being shorter is beneficial. But if a girl's like five seven, she probably wants to be with someone right, a couple inches because taller because
2: she wants to be able to wear them heels, right? And not have
3: that you know the, the Nicole
2: Kidman, Tom Cruise, uh, right? Pictures. Uh, you got an offer here. I don't know if you're interested. Viani's hottest mom. Viani's hottest mom. Let's meet up, and I'll peg that whole boy. That's from the Chicago Ginger. So there you go.
0: That'd be great. Um, yeah, KG, if you could take my number down and pass it on to him. That's
2: great. We're hooking guys up. Thank yeah. you, Vianney's Hottest Mom. Yep, take care. Uh, guys, the worst thing is a girl only putting selfies on the profile. That's from the 314. Now, what, is that? what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. There's is this talking dating profiles?
3: Yeah, there's tells. Tells about what? So if someone only puts selfies, usually a selfie, for the most part, not always, but usually is from the neck and above. And so if it's only selfies and they're leaving out the rest of their body, ah. it's like the thing you say God, when, there's, when they keep so the socks on during sex. They're hiding something.
2: Yeah, that's that right. was my intuition. But it only happened because it was back-to-back ladies in Columbia, Missouri. And I had never even thought about the situation. And then the one was just, like, adamant. I'm just like, okay, whatever. I don't know. So and like then, like, asked. a week later, well, I mean, you just everybody's getting acres, acre, eggs and bakers. Right. And so that's what you do. You're not naked and with socks on, and so it's not like I'm like you know Jennings the situation, right? It's yeah, just this actually... is what you do,
4: right?
2: And then she like grabbed my hands to take her socks off. I go, oh, <laughs> you know, because I'm picturing Eddie Murphy and Boomerang. If you've seen the movie, I would say it's good. I don't I've know if it's good or bad I, com. Think I think you'd enjoy that, but you didn't like the girl next door, so I'm starting to question it. Uh, and I'm like, oh, and I think that was. Uh, I think that was Layla Rashan, beautiful woman. But I guess Eddie Murphy in the movie had a – had a not necessarily had a foot thing, but his final check in the checklist was to make sure the feet weren't beat up. Mm. And then he pulls the covers down. Spoiler alert, he pulls the covers down and there's situation. So then he ditched her. And Martin Lawrence and David Allen Greer said he was too particular if he was leaving a beautiful woman for beat up feet. And then the next week, I was hooking up with a lass, and it was the same exact thing. You wouldn't take a She wouldn't. Time. And I'm going, what's going on? Is there like a crisis? Now, now, none of that has happened since. Right. But what it does is psychologically you go, oh, there's an insecurity there about that. Right, yeah. And like- from my standpoint, you could say socks aren't sexy. I would tell you insecurity isn't sexy.
3: And that's very fair. I guess I would rather them keep their socks on if they have like a ingrown toenail or something nasty going no. on down there
4: just you
3: know no. just just be honest though. Let me know. Well, actually No, I don't know. That's the thing.
2: Maybe after the fact. Uh,
4: those only selfie photos, that's like 5 to 10 cinnabuns like prior. Damn. Like that hawk
2: is loaded for bear. It, it, typically you can almost tell that the picture were from it.
4: like a like a flip phone that they converted to like a JPEG. Well, it's, that, like.
3: it's selfies and then always Snapchat has filters that kind of uh, make you look like a deer or I have, have the the freckles. Little, little, yeah, the, Ooh, yeah, the little they kind of help out. Yeah, but Mac does it, I noticed. It's that. really oh, attractive. Going on there? And uh, girls only use that. That's also a tell.
2: Uh, Hot Carl says to Vianney's hottest mom, I hope you drown in five foot seven inches of water. That's yeah. from Hot Carl, Hot. Uh, chug bleach, you short chubby ass hat. Uh, that's from Stubby Applause. Uh, you know if this guy is admitting on the air to being five foot seven and 170 pounds, he's, five. he's really five five and two twenty five. Hang up, up this MF-er. That's from Uncle Cucker. And um, did you he hear
4: his reaction? It could be because, like, he got oh. Okay, yeah, I know. I'm fine with myself. And I kind of think, like, he wants to be at five seven one seventy.
2: Yeah, that's his goal. Uh, whose career is more likely to go a direction where they are playing in the dotem and spending their days complaining about Tim not reading their text on the fan page of a mid-market HD2 radio show? Uh, drink or Ali Marmol? Thanks. That's from Mario in Chicago. Uh, drink. Mario. You think Drink could possibly be on the fan page within the next couple of years? About Whenever
4: this. he hears somebody has, a, he's a temper tantrum guy. I guarantee he pays another twenty five grand a year to listen to, have people listen to Sport Talk Radio.
2: Uh, you got to buy stock in one or the other. Ali Marmol or Eli Drinkwitz, I'm going around the dais. Uh, KG Town, we'll start with you in the Horton Watkins Studios. Ali by default. Okay. <laughs> Iggy. Uh,
1: um, <clears throat> I think
2: Ollie. Uh Plyhawk.
4: Ali will do whatever Mosellock wants, so Ali <laughs>
2: Marmol will be a liar.
4: Jackson.
3: Uh God, this is tough.
4: Yeah, I
2: don't think it's I don't battle. I don't think it's necessarily easy. I, uh, the I'll, thing is one one guy's ceiling is super low. Right. as far as what the expectations are and his floor is is he truly could I mean James Carlton yeah. who is a huge Missouri fan. Plahawk you weren't in here yesterday and Iggy you were out while James was sitting in your chair. I said you got and I kind of was like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't put this to him because he's a big Mizzou guy." I said, "All right, you got to bet a thousand dollars." Is Eli Drinkwitz the head coach of Missouri next year this time? And he goes, "No," and he didn't even hesitate. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa!" And I know James was super high on Eli Drinkwitz initially too, so that that really said something.
3: If he, if he do, if he really doesn't call the plays this year, then I'm gonna take Drinkwitz. If he's not calling the plays, I'll take Drinkwitz. If yeah. he's calling the plays, I'll take Holly Marlow.
2: I don't. I really. I. I don't know. I guess I'll say Ali Marmol. I, I, I'm, I think because all of the uh, – this is my this is my default. It's a, it's a blind spot. If everybody's going one direction, then I automatically feel like I'm, I have to think about giving the other one more value than I really think. But I, I would go Ali Marmol. And then also, what do you consider a successful Eli Drinkwitz coaching? That's venue? the Realistically, thing. Realistically, I mean, Ali Marmol yeah. at some point is expected at the very least to be in the NLCS.
3: Right.
2: Eli Drinkwitz is probably not going to experience being in the Final Four. Of right, college football, but that SEC does, championship
3: is that would be. Oh my god! But that, but that is obtainable. That is attainable. Like Eli
2: Drinkwitz winning the SEC championship.
3: I'm going. Well, to. you want to
2: talk it over with Jackson? No, well, but, if
4: they move to Tuscaloosa and change <laughs> recruiting, program. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm saying
3: it's Final Four is tough, and like national championship is really tough for Drinkwitz. But it's not crazy to think. Or have the expectation, not expectation, but crazy to think that Missouri can go play in the SEC championship again.
4: Them being in the East is a good thing. Granted, Texas. Right. I think that's
2: so, all, well, about yeah. it's all about to change. There's a good chance they're going to have a rotation that. of of three that they'll play regularly. And then uh, then they'll just rotate the other teams in the conference with, uh, with six. Either way, it looks like they're not going to get as many non-conference teams. So... Uh, yeah, that's a situation. Uh, Tim, make fun of the fats all you want. Watch this. Hey, fat walrus people, stop eating cheeseburgers for breakfast and mix in some salad and exercise, you lazy mouth breathers. That's from Ray King, who is not happy with the fats.
3: Yeah, uh, in Sparta, Tennessee, boy, there was some, some hefty folk around that part. Was that right? So we were driving the golf, and it was, I'd say, 10 a.m., And the Hardee's line was just out the, uh, wrapped around the street. People getting some
4: biscuits. That's when you're a seasoned vet. Good (laughs) morning. I'm
2: five foot six and was told by a girl I loved in college that confidence is what matters, height doesn't. And then she had sex with my six foot four inch roommate. Does Iggy still need a date to the cure? Thanks. That's from Chauncey. Sounds like he might have been cucked.
1: Thoughts? Well, if you believe the text, Chauncey doesn't lie. Okay, well, then you got caught. and Alex. <laughs> well,
4: whenever you hear a female say it's all about confidence, it's absolutely not what she actually means. But she knows that that's going to make you feel good. I think, there's,
3: I think part of that is...
4: You should, important. yeah. Personality is important for a female more so now than it was probably 20 years
2: ago. See, now, with, with my wife, she honestly says, and she's seen video. We weren't together when I had the full head of hair. Uh, she prefers the shaved head. But – and then you go, well, she's just saying that to be nice. But then she's very open that my height is appalling. <laughs> and so that is why – I like I, the honesty. Th- and, I, and, I, and that's the thing. You can't You can't make people find something attractive. That's why I always say, like, if you're watching one of those talent shows and, you know, whether it's a short guy or a larger girl comes out there and says, I'm beautiful. I don't care. That's fine. You can say it all you want. But it doesn't make me attracted to you. If anything, candidly, it's the opposite—bit repulsive. Uh, so, Jackson, when you're concerned about your hair, I'm telling you, you're fine mm-hmm. because you got the six-foot thing or yeah. six-one or whatever the hell you got going on. So you, you're 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 all right.
3: right. Right. Yeah. And you're right about that too. It's like you can't like some like you can't control who you're attracted to, and that that's that's just the case. But I feel like in terms of the confidence thing, it's just more so like knowing what you want, not like being someone who like second guesses themselves and like. Also, like, an independent person. I feel like people who are, like, very independent all, always usually, like, do well. Like, those who are comfortable just doing whatever they want. I don't know. I find at least that attractive in females when it's not, like...
2: You are attracted to an independent woman. Miss Independent.
4: Yeah, just somewhat- is that
2: Neo, was that Neo 2007? Miss Independent? Am I correct on that? No,
4: this is... Uh, you could actually go another version of it. There's a a female Miss Independent.
2: Queen B Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson. So much. nice job, K.G. You know ten. Yeah, you're a great start back. There. Is that your Is that your kink, bro? Just uh, like some, yeah,
3: someone who like uh, doesn't ambition, guess. ambition, but like yeah, like I'm like this is what I'm doing, like today.
2: wants to get to like two thousand Insta followers.
3: No, mm. oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brand <but>,
4: building, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but like more so like they don't. That actually guess. would be something. If <laughs> I were Jesus. single, I'd be like, I'll probably pass. Yeah, pass. unless we're just like you know banging behind a dumpster. <laughs> right. Which in that
3: case, you could have one follower. I don't give a <laughs> ass. Um, well, like true, like they don't second guess themselves. They're like, I'm gonna go do this tonight. And I'm like they're not like changing their opinion on it. That's just what they're gonna do. And I like I don't know, I like that. I like someone who's confident in themselves. You a sub bro? No. Not necessarily. Hmm. I guess I could be. I probably have sub tendencies.
2: Hmm. What are your sub tendencies?
3: I don't know. Sometimes I just like uh some people take the leads on something, like I don't necessarily like I'm a I'm a good go with the flow guy, not hmm. necessarily like someone but I'll take charge if needed. You know, I can be a leader.
2: I don't know. Hey, if you're a sub, you don't have to apologize.
3: Oh, no, no, dude, no, because
2: we don't kink shame here. <laughs> That's right. This is not a kink shaming program. Uh, this gentleman sends in a text showing a screenshot. It says I'm six foot one, straight male, who pays for Hinge Plus, and I can exclude people based on their height. And he shows Ooh. a screenshot of the way that it works. So I guess he has his. Uh, oh, and and then there's a little box that you can check that says this is a deal breaker. Wow, that's interesting. See How I, about
4: that. If height is a deal breaker, I don't, and I don't want to lump everybody in one little bucket to where they just care about looks. But I don't get the height thing because you're you're more so with you and yourself and your family more so than out in public together with people gawking and staring at you. I I don't know what the big issue is with height. Give or take, like if you're five one, you're dating six four. Obviously, that could be an issue. But give or take, if you're five seven, you really want a six foot tall guy. I don't know if I necessarily know the it's difference just, in it's, that. It's
2: just it's. I think it's a biochemically, perhaps Darwinism mm-hmm. thing. It's you just. You, it's just. It's what you know. I don't. I don't necessarily know why. It could be you know. An evolutionary thing that is, people aren't consciously thinking.
4: Right, Madison's taller than me, and wears heels at nice rest. I mean, yeah, but I, you're not I, five
2: seven.
4: I guess that is true, but I feel like a five seven when she puts heels <laughs> on. You know, I kind of right. feel that right. five seven right. vibe, and I I simply just don't know if I care as much.
2: Uh, Jackson's not a sub. He's the youngest in the family. We youngest children are more GWTF. I believe Ooh. that stands for Go With the Flow, and that's from Ellen.
3: Yeah, that's-, that's a nice little psychoanalysis there. I never really thought of it that way, but yeah, that's, that's part of it. I kind of... Uh, grew up kind of like in an only-child situation, but I have a brother and sister, So, because they're so much older than I am. Not so much older, but older than I am.
2: Cape is lying! We've branded his cheeks! That's from the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves. Would you like to address that?
3: Well, just on factual basis, I never said I, my cheeks weren't branded, so I don't know why that text came in. But it also doesn't seem relevant to the conversation.
2: But I always appreciate it. Short men always say, quote, if I was only taller. Balding men always say, if I only had hair. Pale men always say, if I only could be tan. It truly doesn't matter if you are charismatic and funny, but that's the problem. If you spend your time wishing you were something else, it's really tough to be charismatic and funny. That's from Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff. I got to tell you something. I think that was kind of poignant. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah, the grass is always greener on the other side if I only had this, but
2: you're kind of... My, whatever, I, I don't know what would call it, success, but my... Whatever, overachievement, I guess I would label it, would be rooted strictly in ignorance because I was not aware up until like 24 or 5 how important the height thing was to women. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I had no idea.
3: Right. And it's better. It's probably it's better. It's
2: absolutely better.
3: Yeah. It's, it's great.
2: Just not it's a to wonderful know. thing. Yeah. But, but it- then, if in your situation, that's why when you're sweating your hair loss, <laughs> I'm going, it isn't going to matter. I'm t- As a bald guy, I'm telling you, it just – it, it, it might have mattered 25 years ago. But mm-hmm. it, it, now maybe – I guess if you could choose maybe, but it, didn't, it isn't as detrimental. Like if you had a full head of hair and you were 5'5", five, five, woo. That's a 90-foot putt, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, that's 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 reality for the whole thing. Uh, I'm not sure if it's social media or what it is, but men and women have unrealistic expectations. For women, they want a six-foot-tall guy making six figures, and that is only like 1% of the male population. That's from Josh Bob Bill, and he lives in the building with Keisha Gray in Tampa.
4: I think it's less. I did see this podcast. Oh, is that right? We actually they, have the math? Well, I, there's a podcast where they kind of interview females with unrealistic expectations. This is just one episode. I don't know what the series or podcast form is about but did ask and they most of them said six foot and all of them had six figures some of them wanted like 750 almost a million a year in terms of that's the and they ended up breaking it down and yeah the six foot hundred thousand or a hundred thousand a year is you know point nine percent and when you do that you got to talk about think that you know are you hot enough to keep them around? So like you break down and it's a smaller percentage, it goes smaller is, is percentage that, and finding an actual match
3: with that. Quick question. Is that point nine percent of the American population or point nine percent
2: of American men?
4: American men. Okay. I think they're just strictly Start doing off. men. Um yeah, they're all Okay. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. Uh, Danny Come Tanner walk. says, Jackson's a beta supreme. Enjoy your pegging, you wispy haired bitch.
4: <laughs> from
2: Danny <laughs> Tanner. Whatever, scrub. Uh, Jackson hilarious. wants love. He doesn't want to bang. He wants a wife. That's from The Hunchback of One Castle. Another poignant text that I actually agree with here. I think that that is the case. That's where
4: exactly. I was, and it's harder to find when Absolutely. you're just looking for that. Absolutely it's easy
2: true. to stumble
4: into. Kind of surprises me looking. you
2: were looking for love, Plowhawk, honestly.
4: Oh, yeah, I was, I I was, I mean, I, I was ripping through that. Dating app scene for a while, and it does feel it like tires
2: you out after a while. It like feels like
4: Groundhog Day sometimes, where you're you're really yeah, going with the same is. date. You're kind of going to the same places, same little conversations. And I've
3: matched with the same girl
2: like four different times.
4: It, yeah, so it becomes. And so what do you do?
2: You go out with her? I mean, what's the deal? No. No.
4: Yeah, well, just, what's the you,
2: problem if you match with her? Doesn't I mean? You, you match. You, know, like, you
3: talk for a second. You kind of most of matches and conversations peter out. You gotta yeah. get you gotta get the phone number because that's the yeah. only way you're gonna actually make a move.
2: At what point do you send a cockpick?
3: Poof. Uh, four years later, like after anniversary number three, that's about what, what I'd be comfortable sending. I've never sent a picture of my
2: winner. Yeah, I'm very – but, I mean, at the same time
3: what, – what What's the upside?
2: So much downside. First off, so I just down. don't think the vast majority of women want to see it. Nope. Even the randiest of lasses. And then secondly, I mean – Not the most aesthetically pleasing device. No. Uh, And then third, it's just going out to the rest of the world.
3: Right. Like that. You said. Like I know that the revenge porn thing is illegal, but still, like it can be illegal and still go out there, and I'm still screwed. Like I, you know, I might get a settlement out of it, but I'm not really thrilled about the whole situation. And I think it works inverse too. (laughs) Like I, my ex, like was like, "Can I send you some nudes?" And or like send them back. I was like. You know, you're like the one person on this earth I can see naked, kind of whenever it's I want. It's a watch.
2: nice observation. This was your uh, anal princess. <laughs>
3: That's a hell of a title. <laughs> Put that on a business card. But um, yeah, like why? Like I can see. I, I can. You're the only person in the world I can see naked, pretty much on demand. Why would I want to, uh, like, look at it? Like and I'm trying to look at people.
2: I gotta tell you, I like it, but I'm just not gonna reciprocate. And honestly, the nice thing is nobody's really all that interested anyway. <laughs> and with a new. Like if I said, would you like one of me? No, I probably, you. You probably wouldn't even get a response. Maybe just like a thumbs down. Yeah.
3: Can you pick up dinner?
4: <laughs>
2: red. <laughs> yeah. Just left on red. See, see what's doing out there for dinner today.
4: But with a female, like with a new female, when you're doing the first giving and receiving of photos, I always wondered like in the female's perspective, when she asked for a photo, and in two seconds, she gets a rock hard diamond. So like, there are two scenarios there. One, one they while they were talking, he's already rock hard, and just happened to. Or two, he has like that in his like database yeah, where he just put. P- so, it never you got to wait like a couple minutes and then send it. Probably like, the
3: ladder,
2: keep uh, a couple on file. Yeah. my father was a successful businessman, obviously with my Immaculata and Shamanad pedigree. And he always said, confidence and ignorance will take you a long way. That's from Patrick, and he is Adam Macalotta. Uh I've been married 11 years here in June, and I, if I sent my wife a D-pick, I think she would be horrified. That's from <laughs> the Hunchback of On Castle. Guys, Iggy is quiet about sending dong picks. He is guilty as charged. That's from Peg Diaz.
1: Well, yeah, I've sent, I've sent a couple. I
2: believe you have been open about yeah. it. Yeah, he's
3: but, different. like, on your phone, or would he, like, Polaroids? My phone. Did you ever send them back in the day with, like, a, you, like, go to Walgreens and print them out? <laughs> uh,
1: I did it once.
2: Oh, wow, what a treat. When and, like, I was,
3: mailed it out?
1: Yeah, when I was hooking that's up with this couple. Move. I wanted to hook up with this couple from Columbia, Missouri. A couple? A couple. Yeah. And uh, that's the couple that uh, we saw X-Pac in the hot tub. Um, ah. But we just sent pictures back and forth. I just <laughs> mailed them, she mailed them.
2: Uh, Worson Woods Wacko says, why are we talking about the runts slash midgets of society? We need to be talking about Virgin and how I ran into private citizen Pete, and he said you don't have a gag reflex. That's from the Worson Woods Wacko.
3: That's what a wild text. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hmm. That's
1: your match partner.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, me and him versus you and uh, Mr. Licks. Trouble in the room on yeah. your side. Wow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Trouble within the ranks. I'm gonna have to talk to him. Can't have my playing partner so talking about my gag
2: reflex. Uh, guys, you have it all wrong. Women love men who can hook up with their guy friends on the weekends and return to being a family man during the week. They don't care about or weight. That's from Herb's hawk.
3: So they want someone who on the weekends goes and hooks up with their buddies, but then is right back to like making pancakes Monday morning?
2: As a father, as the man of the house, I guess like but on the weekend, the wife knows what, that he was out there getting run. What do you tell the kids?
3: Like, so dad's away at camp another weekend. He's on a business trip.
2: Every is that weekend. a
3: standard arrangement? It's going to require. I got to tell you, this is another children.
2: thing that I wasn't aware of. It's like when Chairman Steve and Wildwood called in and told us about all these dads on the down low at <laughs> soccer games, and it just ruined it. Ruined my perspective on fatherhood. <laughs> like now i got to keep my eye out at these games where I'm just like, hey, it's nice to meet you, you know.
3: Ah, man, yeah. I, and the I, next
2: I, thing I know, I'm going to be in a public restroom with this father of four.
3: Yeah, boy, that's a – what a turn in the situation that would be. <sighs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't even know. Like what, most public part, like we have to go behind like the bleacher. Oh, man, that's a whole scene, I guess.
2: Good morning. It's a card-carrying BFib. Uh, I find the rotund shape of an above ground salesman sweating butter from his third <laughs> chin to be objectively beautiful and brave. Pack me into a midday summer game against the Giants with homely looking men and women wearing a Matheny jersey toting around their personal coolers filled with hostess snacks and generic soda pops. Mmm, Papa, mmm. Thanks, that's from Dragon Slayer. Give me the last hole on the belt or give me death. <laughs>
3: that's unbelievable. That's the, from, I'm uh, sweating butter Dragon's... from the
2: third chin. Uh, hey, BJ or GJ or KG, Virgin and I win running away. Keep clinging to that simp licks and his VR membership to Log Cabin. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Uh, Larry Nickel is on the line, and he has thoughts. Uh, good morning, Larry. VR
4: membership. Line two. All right, cool.
2: Uh, yeah, Larry. Good morning, guys. What's up? Uh, it's uh, wonderful to have you on the program. Iggy's got to get out. Uh, Bunches of water. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, uh, you know, I've been noticing on my TikTok, I've gotten caught up in some of these wrestling, like interview shows. Do you get this, or is this just my algorithm? What a weird thing for my algorithm. You got to stop watching it. You can't. But I enjoy them. Okay. I enjoy then these backstories. Like Stone Cold hosts a podcast, and they're really—I got to tell you—they're really—they're uh, really interesting from my standpoint. And the—the the one that I—that popped up in my feed last night was The Rock and Triple H trying to get. Uh, s- the undertaker to do this cute little spin move and it struck me as stunning that the undertaker and I know that there that he's he truly is an undertaker who wrestles but that he would you know in some people's opinions break character and then do a twirl in the ring while the rock and triple h encouraged him this happened about 20 years ago are you familiar with this uh, story no I'm not Wow. Oh, I nice. guess you're the new insider, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my TikTok's a hotbed of activity. Yeah, these interviews with like Bret Hart about, what is it called? The Screwjob? Is that in Montreal? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Montreal Screwjob. Montreal uh, Screwjob. You guys familiar with that? Uh-uh.
3: Mm. I've never watched one second of wrestling. Oh, is no, that, that right? Life. Yeah. My dad wouldn't let me. He so said you can watch me, anything else you
2: want. Let me break it down for you,
0: Jackson. Please, yes. Bret <laughs> <It's not that laughs> Hart was going to leave WWF at the time. To go to the WPW and take the title with him, and Vince Man, they want that to happen. So he had Shawn Michaels put Bret Hart in his old finishing maneuver, the Shove Tutor, and Vincent Man told the
2: timekeeper to ring the bell, even though Bret Hart didn't give up. Yes, and so he was supposed to go out on a high note with a win. But then they screwed him over.
3: Ah, okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: gotcha. Which then would kind of indicate, Larry, that the ending was predetermined. All due respect, of course. Well, in instances like that, yes. But in other times... If not, right. Uh, so about 98% of the time, it's surprise right, as to right, who wins. Right. You know, kind of like that. Jimmy Butler going off last night for the Heat right, and, and putting Giannis on the ropes. Call time out, Mike. Boone, that was that, that was not that was not scripted. In this case, uh, this one was. Uh, Larry, do you have the top five countries in the world available? Yes, I do, Tim. Thanks for asking. No problem.
0: <laughs> Number five, Venezuela. Nice. Number four, They're happy to hear Venezuela.
3: I guess different country than usual. Greenland coming probably.
0: Number four will be Chile. Mm. Narrow country. Yeah. Number three will be jolly old
2: England. Mm. Number two will be Canada. Number one, United States of America. Yeah, there it is. That's the one we needed. That's the one that we got. It's fun to hear it, Larry. God bless you, and uh, God bless these United States of America. Yeah, Governor of America. There he is, the best in the business, Larry Nickel. I would also tell you that Tommy Sibolka and VIP Auto Accessories can make a case for being the best in the business. It's VIP Auto Accessories uh they take care of your graphics and your commercial work uh vip your one-stop shop for all your graphic and commercial vehicle upfitting needs uh, with the graphics they have vehicle wraps wide format printing such as banners storefront signage walls floors etc anything with graphics tommy Sabolka and vip can do it's your one-stop shop three in-house services to take care of it all for you Design, production, and installation. And VIP gets your fleet vehicles from dealership to street ready, fast and personalized for your company's needs. They know that every day your vehicle isn't street ready. It's lost revenue for your business. Tommy will handle it personally for you. You can call him personally, 314-428-3900. That's 314-428-3900. You can email him at tommy.cibulka at vipautoaccessories.com. Tom, that's Tommy in VIP Auto Accessories. Is it called Buzz on the line, or did he bolt? He's gone. He's he bolted. Gone. All right, fair enough. Uh, he had something on this uh, this height discussion, and he also usually calls in and talks about getting uh, finger play from his wife. Which is cool. So you're on board with that?
0: Sure. Is that
2: all right? Yeah. I, I don't think Shame, shame mate, yeah. that, 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 that's your Unless thing.
3: gets your motor running. Yeah.
2: Uh, so call buzz. You're welcome to call back in 636 tma We'll close out the Manganese, St. Louis, Acura, and Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After From the Michelob Ultra Studios.